Patrick Elias with 2.32 left in the third. And the Devils have taken a 2-1 lead. Here's Grossman with a wrist shot and Brodeur snatches it out of midair. Here's 88. Lindros makes the move. And Lindros is powered down to the ice by Scott Stevens. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. It is part two today, everybody. Part two of what? Well, it's part two of this special crossover between the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. John and I have so many more opinions and stories to share. And if you need an update, I would suggest pausing this podcast and checking out yesterday's episode as we did talk about part one. Also, if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode, I revealed that I had an interview with USA Today and the article was published. I'll post the link to that again in the description if you are curious or if you hadn't seen it or if you're a new listener. So there's that. So basically in this episode, John and I are just going to be talking about more of the respective futures for our team. And also, who are our picks to win the Stanley Cup? Well, I'm not going to spoil anything. Let's get right back to it and talk to John. But first, I need to say something. Doing these shows can make me lose a lot of energy. So, you know, when I'm doing these crossovers, when I'm doing these two-parters, I'm up all night. I got crow's feet. I need some sort of energy, okay? And you know what? I'm tired of taking caffeine pills and also drinking some sort of energy drinks. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. I need something a little more healthy, a little something good for my body. So you know what I take? I take a built bar. And in fact, I had one before the show and it is great. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You don't know what a built bar is? Let me tell you something about built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved built bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, Wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code Locked On and get $10 off at builtbar.com there we go i repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it go to builtbar.com and get your built bars right now so talking about our young guys you know you, you mentioned Kako and i mentioned hughes like and you guys are most likely going to get lafreniere uh my friend uh my friend jake Razoniak, i've had him on my show before he says that uh you guys might butcher it and just not draft him is there any possibility that happens or like is there any scenario you see it or is it just 99.9 percent lock unless someone like literally just uh loses their brain in the process like is there any chance of that happening well it's funny you say that because i've been putting the chances of the rangers drafting lafreniere at 99.9 percent. i don't see any way how i mean it makes sense not to completely tip your hand and to at least leave the door cracked in case some team comes along and just blows your mind, which is a crazy offer that you can't possibly refuse. Um, You know, it makes sense to at least keep that option open. But everything you're hearing about Alexi Lafreniere, this dude's a generational talent. He's phenomenal. He's a competitor. He's a leader. I mean, there's nothing not to like about this kid. And the Rangers are a team that's extremely young to begin with. They're still in the middle of a rebuild. Well, what better way to, to rebuild your franchise than to take a generational talent with the first overall pick? So to answer your question, um, 
I guess you can never say that there's no chance, but there's pretty much no chance. I, I think the Rangers would need to have their heads checked if they didn't take Lafreniere with that number one pick there. Do people? I hear people say Lafreniere, uh, Lafreniere. Like, is there just two different ways to say his name? Because I, because you know, uh, he's from Quebec, so you know, I know there's probably a French way and an English way. Like, <laughs> I hear Lafreniere, uh, Lafreniere. Like, you know, what what do you say? Like, or what do you think the correct way of saying it is? Because I say if you want to play hockey, you need a confusing last name. That's what exactly, mean. exactly. That's step one right there to becoming a great hockey player. I've been saying Lafreniere. Um, and again, I've heard it pronounced a couple different ways as well. I'll just wait until I see him on the Rangers, man, and I'll, I'll just trust Sam Rosen because Sam Rosen's on top of his game night in and night out as the Rangers play-by-play guys. So whatever he calls him, I'll call him the same thing. And if anybody, you know, says anything to me about it, I'll say, hey, you know, ask Sam over there. He's, he's got us covered. You should be really excited about him. Uh, last yeah. season, uh, putting up 112 points on 77 assists and 35 goals. So you know he's a goal-getter, but he'll get his teammates involved as well. Uh, it's crazy, so, man. You know, he's I, I think you should he, be excited. Yeah, he averaged over two points per game in the QMJHL last year. And I, like the joke I keep making, you can't even do that in a video game, man, with the difficulty set it easy. You know what I mean? No, you can't. I tried. <laughs> I, I, yeah. tried. I tried. I think I, we've all I, tried, I, yeah. Failed epically, but uh what are you looking forward to for these like young matchups? So uh we got Heizer and Hughes, and we'll have our number seven overall pick somewhere in the future I, it, it could really be uh anyone like uh last show i did alexander uh Holtz, for example might you know could he go to the devils or you know i'm going to do more episodes of who can the uh devils potentially draft so you know we got heizer and hughes both former no, number one overall picks you guys are most likely going to get lafreniere and you have uh Kako, uh and probably someone else i'm probably forgetting but um what are you looking forward to because this is going to be a young matchup uh, when, yeah. when we see when we see our teams uh, play, what are you looking forward to when Devils and Rangers go at it? Just kind of seeing that rivalry kind of reignite. I mean, you know, 1994, the Eastern Conference Finals, you probably don't want to get into that too much. But that was just, I mean, in my mind, I know it was a long time ago. I think that might be the greatest playoff series that's ever been played in the history, <clears throat> excuse me, of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, you know, obviously they met in the Eastern Conference Finals, I believe in 2012 with the Devils winning that one. But it's just a fantastic rivalry. It's old school. You know, you see a couple of years ago there was a line fight to start one of the games. Uh, I'm looking forward to just seeing that bad blood, but I'm also looking forward to seeing the talent on display as well. Because I think we could kind of see a mix of games where, you know, the talent is on display, but there's also some of that old school grit as well. And, man, we might be like three, four, five years away from just seeing the Rangers and Devils go back to kind of being on top of the eastern conference or at least among the best teams in the eastern conference so i just think it would be so cool to kind of see that rivalry take off again and see them be among the elite teams in the eastern conference and in the nhl and don't forget the goalies as well you know i know uh mckenzie blackwood uh restricted free agent for you guys but if he's back you know we could have 10 15 years of blackwood against just and that could be a lot of fun as well so man it's just it's gonna be a lot of fun to see these teams you know kind of just take off again and you know hopefully uh hopefully we'll get another ranger devil playoff matchup at some point as well uh, I hope we just get a playoff devil team, period. So, <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. So uh, I want to talk about uh, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, your, your guy's goalie uh, from Sweden. Uh, he, yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, P.K. Subban, and uh, Matt Dumba are both up for the nomination for the King Clancy Award, yep. which is uh, helping um, 
the community, you know, outside of the ring. So uh, I didn't touch on Lundquist as much as I wanted to, but because um, I've talked, I talked about Dumba and I talked about uh, Subban and what they mean for like, you know, the black community or people of color trying to play hockey. Uh, what, what can you say about Henrik uh, Lundquist and what he's done for maybe your guys' organization or maybe just outside of the rink, if, if you know anything? I mean, he's just one of the true good guys in hockey. I mean, I think that's the best way I can put it. And, you know, I actually talked about the King Clancy Award a couple episodes ago, mentioned Lundquist, mentioned Dumba, mentioned P.K. Subban, just kind of talked a little bit about all the things they do. Uh, Henrik Lundquist, he has the Henrik Lundquist Foundation. It partners with a variety of charities. One of them is the Garden of Dreams Foundation, which he has been a spokesperson for since 2009. And, you know, he's just always been very charitable. He uh, drives people to his website to make donations and, you know, just one of the true good guys in hockey. I, I, it would be great to see him win the award, but it's one of those awards. And I, I think you would agree with this. It almost doesn't even matter who wins it because you look at guys like Dumba, you look at guys like Subban, you look at guys like Lundquist. I mean, just making a difference off the ice. I mean, that's what really counts. And whoever wins it, that's great. It's a beautiful trophy. I'm sure they'll happily accept it. But I would get the feeling, you know, the other two nominees probably be the first two guys in line to shake the hand of the winner, you know, after that happens. Um, just unbelievable stuff that Henrik Lundqvist does. And, man, I just hope somehow, some way he can win a Stanley Cup. I don't know, you know, is what the future holds for him. If he'll be back with the Rangers next year, he is under contract for one more season. Maybe the Rangers could convince him to waive his no-move clause, and then he goes to a team that, you know, he has a chance to be the backup and a team that has a chance to win the Stanley Cup next season. I would love to see him lift the Stanley Cup before it's all said and done. I don't know how realistic that is, but, you know, obviously, fingers crossed, because I don't know if there's a player in hockey that deserves it more than he does, you know, both for what he's done on the ice and what he's done away from the ice. Right, and uh, I don't know if you knew this, but the winner will get $10,000, and they can donate it to a charity of their choice, whereas the runner-up, I believe they'll win about five thousand dollars each so everyone still wins it's just the amount of uh the amount of sum that will be donated to the respective charity so everyone's still going to turn up winner and whatever charity he decides to donate to they're either gonna they're still gonna get a large sum of money it's just depending on uh you know that that differential so everyone's still a winner yeah, for sure. And it's funny with Subban because, you know, obviously he started his career with the Montreal Canadiens. He pledges $10 million to the uh, children's, I forget the name of the hospital, but it's basically a children's hospital in Montreal. And, you know, the Rangers, the year that they went to the Stanley Cup 2014, they played the Canadians in the conference finals. And, you know, P.K. Subban st- tends to, uh, you know, make his presence known on the ice. He's a little bit of an agitator. He'll be involved in some things after the whistle. So naturally, the Rangers are playing the Canadians in this high-stakes series. And I'm like, man, I don't like Subban. But then I find out not long after that, I mean, this guy is unbelievable. Some of the charity, the charitable work that he does away from the ice. And it's like, how can I possibly dislike this guy? Like, it's almost like I didn't want to know that because I was so comfortable just being like, oh, Subban's the villain. It's like, no, Subban's one of the coolest dudes in hockey, in sports, really. Yeah, so uh, PK actually, what what um, what's really pushing him over the edge of you know being nominated for the King Clancy Award is that he donated uh, fifty thousand dollars to George Floyd's uh, daughter's foundation, and yeah. uh, he told the NHL that, and the NHL actually ma- matched that. So, all in all, one hundred thousand dollars donated to that uh, respective uh, cause. So. Uh, yeah, so what, what PK uh, does stuff for Children's Hospital, and uh, he donates. He, he says he tries to donate millions of dollars to that foundation because he kind of understands what what it's like to you know just uh, being underprivileged. And 
And you know what? That's what I that's what I like. I'm more about action than I am about um, being performative. And I've covered this on my show before. Like, if, if you want to make a change in in society, if you want to make a change in the world, whether you know, there's a whole range of things that we want change. But uh, don't be performative about about it. Actually, um, go out and and do something. Like, take action. So I, that's what I like about Lundquist. That's what I like about Subban. Uh, they they're just willing to. Um, they're willing to take action and be leaders and examples. And I, Lundquist has been with you guys for a while. Like, I think he's, uh, what, is, is he coming up on year 20? I think, I know they drafted him in 2000. Now, he didn't make his debut until I believe 2005 was his first year with the Rangers, you know, as far as making his NHL debut. But, yeah, no, he's he's been there for what feels like forever. And, you know, if he comes back next year, I mean, certainly he would be kind of overpaid in a backup role. But I can't push Henrik Lundqvist out the door, man. He's just too good of a guy and, and really, you know, a legend of the sport. Right. And uh, I, w- I want to do another crossover soon, but but I wanted to talk about this. So, uh, or I just want to bring it up real quick. So, uh, sure. I forget what year. So, Matu scores on Brodeur during a playoff series back in the 90s, if I'm yep. correct. Yep. And then 2012, Rodor gets his revenge, and the Devils end up going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Obviously, they lose, but, you know, still. It, I, I was talking to my friends about this. This is just impressive that people like Lundqvist, people like Rodor, they play for years and years and years. Like, in hockey, it's basically normal for a guy to be playing for, for 20 years. Like, in, in basketball, that's almost unheard of. In football, right. that's almost unheard of. MLB, that's certainly almost unheard of. But um, in, in hockey, it's, it's basically, yeah, we get that all. Like, we, we, we have, like, five to ten guys who are entering their 20th year. Yeah, no, it, it's tremendously impressive. And I know, you know, obviously Lundqvist is slowing down a little bit. This clearly was not his best season ever. I think maybe toward the very end of Brodeur's career, you know, he was slowing down a little bit as well. But, I mean, you have to give props to these guys for, for just continuing to go out there and continuing to, to grind. I mean, especially Lundqvist and Brodeur because they're goalies. I mean, it's such a demanding position physically and mentally and for them to go out and for the same team just year after year after year just go out and you know give your team a chance to win uh in Brodeur's case I believe he won three Stanley Cups and you know obviously both guys have led their team on some deep playoff charges so I don't think you can say enough about you know what Brodeur did in his career and what Henrik Lundqvist has done and continues to do in his career as well just impressive and you know I mean I think we've uh I think we've covered pretty much anything do you have anything else for me so i figured we could end with this do you have a prediction for who will win the stanley cup this season and you know who will win the eastern conference who will win the western conference i'll let you go first if you want to throw out something out there Ooh. uh so i even though even though they, they, they kind of blew it last game i feel like the flyers are the favorites to win it all in my opinion i think they're okay. a very dangerous team and um uh y- yeah so I picked the Flyers. That yes, yes, the Canadians. Uh, they they got them last game, but that's that's my that's my overall pick for um, coming out of the the East. I, I believe it'll be I'll be it'll be my hometown team, the uh, the Flyers, and out of the West, you know, I'm I'm kind of torn because I'm kind of torn between the Golden Knights and the Blues. So okay. the Golden Knights. Obviously, they, they take care of the Blackhawks pretty easily. And as for uh, St. Louis, uh, you, you, cannot, you can never underestimate a reigning champion. 
you, you can't you can't underestimate it. And even though the Blues did lose their last game, and even though this game is, uh, they're they're kind of in danger. They're in danger of going home. Never ever sleep on a on a reigning champion because they've been here before. They're champions for a reason. They've been doubted. Like no one no one thought they would win the Stanley Cup. No one. Yeah. But here they are. They're they're they're, they're, they're reigning champions. They're back in the playoffs. Yes, they're down three games to two against the Canucks, but. You know, it's just um, – actually, I, I think I need the Canucks to lose to, to help the uh, Devils uh, playoff – or, no, help the Devils uh, draft stock because if Vancouver uh, – if uh, Vancouver uh, loses, uh, that, that pick goes no higher than 28, which is the number 19 pick. So I need Vancouver to lose desperately. Yeah, so no, I think yeah, – go ahead. I got the blues. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, no, the blues are a great pick. I fully expect them to win game six in that series to your point. You know, I think when you have the defending champions backed up against the wall, basically they're going to come out swinging. Uh, I just get the feeling the blues aren't going down without a fight, but I actually, so I used to write for a website. I no longer write for this website, but they gave us about like 30 minutes to make our Stanley cup predictions for the season. So that was kind of weird, but I just kind of tossed out avalanche over Maple Leafs. Obviously we saw what happened with the Maple Leafs, another, uh, first round exit. But I'm going to stick with the Avalanche. I like what they've done. Obviously, uh, they just look tremendous in these last couple of games against the Coyotes. So I'll stick with the Avalanche winning the Cup. And in the Eastern Conference, I've been trying to stay away from picking the Bruins. But, man, I, I don't know who's going to stop them. I, I think it might be the Bruins in the finals. So I will say Avalanche over Bruins. Bruins, you know, another one of those teams. They're battle-tested. Uh, they've won the Stanley Cup somewhat recently and they've got some players who have a ton of playoff experience. I think that goes a long way. And I just don't know who in the Eastern conference is going to knock them out. So I'll say avalanche over Bruins in the finals. My question is when the avalanche have been looking good, but we, we were talking about this in, in our uh, locked on group chat a little bit. So the avalanche, uh, obviously they scored 14 goals in, in two games. Yeah. Is it because they're that good or was it because the coyotes are just that bad? I think maybe a little bit of both. I mean, the Coyotes were one of, I would say, just two or three teams that, you know, probably didn't really deserve to be a playoff team. But the NHL obviously had to go with this 2014 bracket. So you get teams like the Blackhawks and the Canadians and, you know, the Coyotes in the playoffs. Um, I think it's just a case where the Avalanche are a far better team than the Coyotes. And that's why they did what they did to them. I mean, these last two games were just ridiculous. A pair of 7-1 wins. Uh, but, you know, when you look at it on paper, the Avalanche beating the Coyotes four games to one. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know, the Avalanche are the far better team. It's it's kind of just that simple, I think. Well, the, these playoffs have been like you know just all over the place. Like I, I guess uh, it's it's amazing what a like a four or five month hiatus can do to a player and a team. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the, these Avalanche look they look refreshed. They look like they're ready to go. Uh, certainly, def, uh, dangerous team going forward here. Right, but you know we'll, we'll just have to see. And whoever becomes a champion becomes a champion. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, is there anyone you would, before we wrap up for, for good here, we got a couple minutes left on this app here, but is there anyone you would you would like to see win the Cup? Forget about who you think is going to win. Is there any team you would pull for from here on out? Uh, I, I like the Golden Knights, actually, because, you know, it's like don't underestimate the underdog because uh, the, the Golden Knights, they, they've only been in the NHL for a, for a few years. They could have won it in their inaugural season. So, obviously, they don't have the history. They don't have the experience. They don't have the uh, – maybe they they didn't have the roster at the time but now you see them they're they're absolutely dominating so everyone loves a good underdog story and you know what i i believe in 10 years in the future we'll be talking about how the golden knights went from just being a 
inaugural team being just an expansion to actually being contenders in just a short amount of time. And, and that should give like people like the Seattle Kraken who will be joining the NHL uh, next season, some hope, like, you know, you can actually win this if you go out and, and put your all into it, because just because you're an expansion team, it doesn't mean that you, you should be counted out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think if I'm going to root for anybody at this point, I think it would be the flames. I just think they're an exciting team. You know, Johnny Goudreau is uh, just a magician with the puck and obviously, uh, you know, Cam Talbot, former Ranger, he's been playing in net for the flames. So it'd be cool to see him lift the Stanley cup when it's all said and done here. That's the, I, and I agree with you on that, but you know, I just, I'll stick with uh, Vegas because you know, I'm feeling lucky and I'm about to go to Vegas right now to, to place my bet. Oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> Have fun with that for sure. All right, so I guess we can end right there. But, Trey, this was a ton of fun, man, talking some hockey. And, uh, yeah, we will absolutely have to do this again in the future. We should do a revisit of the 2012 uh, playoff series between our two respective teams. Well, we can do that, but only if we also do a revisit of the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah. It's only fair. I got you. I got you. We got to talk about the good and the bad for both respective teams. There it is, man. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, Ranger fans, Devil fans, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys next time. So there you have it. We will be doing another crossover in the near future. I don't know when, but, you know, we are going to do something in the future where we talk about the 1994 playoff series between the Rangers and the Devils and also the 2012 series where Brudor got his revenge. I touched on that, I think, a few episodes back when uh, Sarah came on uh, and we did a crossover between the Kings and the Devils when we were revisiting the 2012 Stanley Cup Finals. So anyway, uh, yeah, that that's something to look forward to. So I hope you guys enjoyed this crossover because we covered so much. We talked about our young guys. We talked about Lindy Ruff. We talked about uh, Lundqvist and Subban, the battle of niceness. Uh, we talked about our picks to win the Stanley Cup. And you know what? It, we have so much in store, and I'm so excited for these NHL playoffs, as I stated. If, even though the Devils are not in the playoffs, I highly recommend just watch Watch it. Please watch it. I will say this for the final time. Watch the damn playoffs and enjoy yourselves. We will get back there sooner rather than later. So I hope you guys enjoy this crossover. And uh, here's my makeup gift to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this special Saturday episode. This is only the second time I've done this because I missed, uh, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday's episode deadline. So there's my makeup gift for you guys. And the link to my USA Today article will be in the description. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. And brace yourself for Monday's episode because I am dropping a bombshell. It is going to be a four-parter with another show i won't reveal who and i won't reveal what we're talking about but be prepared for a four-part crossover next week so stay tuned for that